Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here is your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Okay, and welcome into a new episode of the Celestial Cafe podcast. I'm one of your hosts. Hey, Shady Lady, and I have with me my lovely co-hosts. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, I'll go first. Wow, I sounded so chipper there. I'm so <laughs> tired today. <laughs> um, hi, my name's Dugsley. Um, I'm back again in the hot seat talking about astrology, <laughs> talking about the stars, talking about the planets, talking about Mercury retrograde. That's coming up today. Um, though actually, it's not it's coming. Tomorrow. See, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. Tomorrow, yeah. Um. Full moon excitement or lack thereof. Uh, we, I, I definitely got and, and Pisces energy. I'm so happy to be the conductor of the Pisces train. I'm a Pisces dominant. I finally get to talk about my energy for at least 10 minutes. So that's exciting. I was thinking about Pisces earlier because I had a really strange dream about, uh, I was like on stage performing, a, uh, I was playing a banjo, which I didn't know how to play. And I was semi-lucid for the dream. So I was able to like, even though I didn't know the chords for the song, I was able to make the audience like the song anyway. Um, but I wasn't <laughs> fully lucid. I was just lucid enough to be like, they're going to like this no matter what. <laughs> and I got up there and like, was just strumming bullshit. But I was supposed to be doing a song cover by Hemi Ch- Jimmy, Hemi Jendrix, <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. And the song <laughs> Song was called Pain, which is not a real song by Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> so I was supposed to be doing a song cover of that. And my brother showed up with an electric keyboard and was playing keyboard for, uh, for me for this. And then afterwards, Fuck my yeah. dad was there to pick me up and I was trying to find his truck. So I was flying around the parking lot looking for his truck and I couldn't find his truck. I tell my Virgo Wait, father. So you could fly, but you still need your I have, car I'm not ride home. <laughs> oh, you know, I thought you were going to make a comment about I didn't know I was dreaming, but. That that's an even that's an even more interesting question. <laughs> um, I told my Virgo father about this dream, and his, his the Virgo father response to the Pisces rising daughter having these. I'm Pisces rising Gemini Mercury Gemini Sun, so I have the ability to uh, explain the weird dreams and imaginations that I have very well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and his reaction was just like you and your damn dreams, and I was like. That's that's very that's very uh... well. Yeah, that's exactly how my Virgo partner responds to my <laughs> dreams as well. You and your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we've also got uh, Fuchsia and Panthera with us. So how how are y'all? Y'all dreaming anything crazy during the Pisces full moon season? Um. No. Hi. Oh. I'm Fuchsia and... <laughs> <laughs> um, no. My dreams. I don't dream a lot. So um, like. I don't know. I had like, it was interesting because I had a dream this morning that it was just like normal, typical dream, like nothing, nothing like crazy or anything. And then at the very end, something completely unrelated that was very lifelike happened like at the very end. And then I woke up and I was just like, huh, 
That's interesting. Uh, so we'll see. It, it could have been like it, like because I have a lot of premonitions in my dreams. So like it could have been a premonition oh. of something that's going to happen because it definitely speaks to something in my life right now. Um, so that was interesting, but no, no weird dreams. Um, but I don't really get re- weird dreams. Um, that's usually, all I get. They're usually they're usually just messages to me. So um, yeah, that's it. And we got Panthera with us as well. Hi, I'm Panthera. I'll be talking about the Harvest Moon today, which I'm really excited for. Um, but I, I've i had a lot of dreams lately. I just don't remember them. But I know that last night I had three different dreams. So, And I know that horses were involved in one of them. I don't know how. Nice. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but I dream a lot about horses lately. I think I just... Um, my subconscious really misses my stable job, but <laughs> and horses are hardworking and strong and freedom, yeah. right? The chariot's definitely my favorite tarot card, so oh, I'm always myself. happy to see that. Uh, there that um, horse symbolism. I always associate them with like freedom and power, yeah. and yeah. just like to me, I feel like a horse is like pure Sagittarius, um, mm-hmm. running yeah. wild on the horizon with the sunset and the wind <laughs> blowing through their big beautiful hair. They can crush anything that's in yes. their way. They're not afraid, you know. Um, obviously, predators. <laughs> yes. There's some predators that can get them, but uh, I love horse symbolism, and it doesn't pop up very often in my dreams. But when it does, I'm always like, damn, I'm ready to fly across the horizon <laughs> in my my Let's uh, go. 500 horsepower. A... I don't know anything about cars. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fear of horses for a while. Uh, yeah. They were just so big and powerful. They are very strong. Yeah. They, they intimidated me and I, I got the mean horse when I did horseback riding when I was seven. Oh, no. uh, I wanted Cloud, the really sweet horse. But I got like Roger. Oh, the pig got Roger. <laughs> Not Roger. So, Roger Potts. <laughs> so I had I had a bad beginning with horses, but I I think I'm getting over it, especially the unicorns. Like yeah, I was gonna say yeah. yeah. Horses yeah. are very. I think a lot of people have issues with horses at first because they're not as common as an animal as like dogs and cats, and then yeah. also they're so different than dogs and cats too because horses are prey animals, whereas both. Uh, dogs and cats are predators. Predators. So yeah. they're much more skittish. They're more easily spooked. They're and they're much more defensive than than dogs or cats. So it's very easy to to freak them out, and then they freak you out. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a lot of like. It's weird because, like, I feel like sometimes horses carry, like, almost, like, bunny energy where it's just like, ah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, bunny would be the closest, like, domestic animal, I would say, to them, for sure. Right. Okay. So, I guess uh, I've got, like, a vanilla spice tea today that I'm drinking uh, that I am That's great. With. Oh, yeah. It's, like, the... very cinnamony and delicious. I've got my nice little mug. And then, I, of course, I have my... Um, my three drinks total. <laughs> I was going to say, I I'm, my water. I'm back on the magical <laughs> three to today. So here at the Celestial Cafe, we do really enjoy our beverages. So let us know in the chat uh, what you're sipping on today. Um, I am also back on my my three. I got my hydration, my water. Uh, I got nice. my energy in the form of a um, uh, iced latte 
Uh, Yum. With mocha and oat milk. I had to think about it. I was um, going to say, that looks <laughs> mocha-y. Yeah, ice latte. Yeah. The ice is already Chocolate. melted, which I don't mind. Um, mm-hmm. And my flavor drink is my Dr. Pepper. I'm back on my Dr. Pepper oh. shit. And I, this has got to stop. Oh. But... <laughs> <laughs> I actually think this is the second week in a row that all I got is some water. Uh, I've thank you, thank you. I, I I I don't know. I've not been feeling other drinks lately. I'm just chugging water. Once, listen though. As soon as fall hits, fall is my coffee season. Uh, I really, really, really like a nice warm cuppa with the leaves falling. So like, you're gonna see some exciting coffee flavors very soon. I'm back on my bullshit. Um, back in my PSL era, so it, it's gonna be nice. That's probably gonna be next episode. Um, some of the leaves are already turning orange, so Ooh, I'm feeling it. It's in the here. air. Yeah, same here. A lot of our leaves are changing, and like um, our tree in the front yard, it, almost all of its leaves have already fallen, which is crazy no way. to me. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. So Damn. my drinks for today, I also have three. Um, I have oh, my shit. blueberry Why are we green like this? tea, <laughs> um, where the tag says, what can you appreciate in this moment? So living for the moment. I have my water and I have my Diet Coke. I'm not a huge fan of Diet Coke. It's too watery for me, but it was the only thing the store had. So. Um, I was going to say, that I does not need... pass the vibe check. No, it does think. not. But I need uh-huh. the caffeine if I'm going to be up at midnight playing Splatoon. Splatoon! <laughs> yeah, valid. So. Half our cast is huge Splatoon fans. so <laughs> And half the cast has never played it. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked yes, about sir. doing a, a collab <laughs> Celestial Caffeine. Yeah, helmet. that would be fun. <laughs> that would be awesome so if y'all are um new here wow that's actually kind of shocking um but this is the celestial cafe podcast we are a twice monthly podcast where we meet up to talk about the full moon and uh the astrology and um upcoming sabbats and things like that and how they might be affecting you and your energy and we also have a second episode of the month where we talk about a variety witchy topic we've covered how we got into our spiritual path making daily routines and bringing a little bit of magic to your everyday life um and how our, our intro to tarot and we've got a whole bunch of other very exciting topics planned um so very much looking forward to those but you can find um more information about us at celestialcafe.org if you would like to find our twitter instagram youtube or, or discord this podcast is originally streamed over on twitch at twitch.tv slash hey shady lady and if you uh show up early enough you get to have a chit chat with us before we actually launch into the podcast um we're available on po- all podcasting platforms, uh, Apple Music and, um, sorry, it's called Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and all the good stuff. So if you're listening on podcasting platforms and you want to leave us a review, it helps us out a lot and we would greatly appreciate it. And if you're over there listening audio wise, this is a video podcast. You can either catch it live on Twitch or you can see it on our YouTube channel. The link is on the website. Um, And we're really close to our uh, 100 subscriber mark so we can get a custom URL. So if you're feeling frisky and want to help us hit that, y'all can pop over there. Um, And you can find that at bit.ly slash celestial cafe to get to the YouTube channel for now. Um, And I think that's all the I think that's all the stuff I have to say for for where where you find us. But um, I actually think I'm about to launch into my semi monologue mode where I 
kind of do like an intuitive check-in um, and chat okay. about how it feels, how things are feeling. The the main thing I keep there's there's two words that I keep hovering around over the last um, couple of weeks, and one word is surrender, and another word is tighten. Um, and I keep when I'm having conversations with people uh, about content and you know routines and daily life and all of this kind of stuff. Um, uh, I keep saying like, it's like you're going back. Maybe this has to do with all of the retrogrades that are happening because it's not just Mercury that's in retrograde. There's a lot of planets that are retrograde right now. Oh, I think yeah. just about everything except Mars and Venus, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, so, and these retrogrades typically mean re-everything. Review, reassess, reinvent, reanalyze, re, uh, like pull, pull back, look at everything and and adjust basically adjust the sales um it's like looking at your journey so far pausing for a moment and seeing where you're going in the for going in the future um and i think it's really important during these types of moments to slow down because i've got a really strong tendency right now to go as hard and fast as possible like i'm I'm feeling very impatient and this this is manifesting a lot in my animation process that i'm going through right now Mm -hmm. i'm binge working on it in a very unhealthy manner because i want it done yesterday and and it feels like it shouldn't take as long as it's taking but i'm also trying really hard and being like a super perfectionist about it. So I keep extending the time frame on it and the impatience. And I saw something last night that was like endurance isn't always um, the right move. Uh, Like enduring things is sometimes powerful and other times like you're enduring something, even though it's grinding you down and you could just step away and take a break to to recalibrate and recoup your energy. Um, So I feel like a big message right now is to chill out. (laughs) Calm down a little bit um, and surrender to the flow Um, rather than trying to force everything and go harder than you should. uh, And I think there might be a lot of frustrations and impatience and feeling like you're not where you're supposed to be. Um, You're behind, like you're trying to play catch up constantly. And maybe there's a lot of comparison that's coming in right now. What's helping me a lot is cocooning and hibernating like crazy and withdrawing my energy and not playing the rat race, not looking at everybody, not um, if I was right now, like looking at everyone else's progress, I think that it would cause me a lot of bitterness and not ability to I, I wouldn't be able to focus on what I'm what I need to focus on. And I would feel like what I was making wasn't what it should be. So um, like it could be better, like it could be faster, like I should have been successful last year. Like it's a lot of the, you know, and this has a lot to do with like streamer culture and content creator culture and stuff. But I also think this is just social media culture. Um, so I think Dukes uses a phrase that I love a lot, which is eyes on your own paper. I think this is a big eyes on your own paper moment where Definitely. you're, you're. I think that the hermit mode that I'm in has is allowing me to catalyze and create some really cool stuff. I think that there's big transformation energy that's hitting a lot of people. This is, I'm so glad I remembered this. Okay. I was thinking how, you remember at the start of the year when all of the spiritual people were like, oh my God, February 2nd, 2022, two, 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 two. And then everyone just stopped talking about two, two, two after that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, it is two, two, it's still 2022 is this whole <laughs> yeah. year is two, two, two energy. And mm-hmm. 
And I'm going to play the number games for a second. But when two, 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 the two cards in tarot are often related to choices and paths mm -hmm. um, and weighing your options. And then when you add two, two, two together, you get six and six is the lover's card, correct? Um, mm -hmm. which is, again, a card about paths and two duality choices. Mm -hmm. So all I was I was thinking about all of the choices that I've made this year and the paths that I've two roads diverge in a wooden eye. Sorry, you could not travel both like straight up Robert Frost energy. Like mm -hmm. which road am I going to take? I want to take both of them. I don't want to make a choice. I don't want to have to. And making these choices are difficult. But I think that this is where the transformation energy comes on. You can either decide to stay the status quo where you are, to stay in the energy you're at, or you to can settle. you can make settling. I like that word too. So you can either settle into what you're doing, or you can take the more difficult path, the road less traveled, um, and forge a new way for yourself that is going to transform and elevate you to a better potential um, and your your higher calling. What do they call this when you're like uh, a different? Take yourself to a different timeline. All of these kinds of phrases, mm -hmm. like move yourself into a different a new matrix. You have the choice at any time, um, and I think that this whole year and probably the energy before it and a little bit after it, because it's always like wobbly depending on your own astrology and stuff like that, but your own vibes. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a lot of this is such a strong, powerful, magical year to transform yourself into something else. So if and me and Dukes were having a conversation the other day about manifestation and how a lot of people that are in the witchy like sphere think that manifestation is I'm going to think really hard about being rich and then I get money tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to find $25 on the, the sidewalk tomorrow. And right. sometimes these magical, I found 25 bucks things happen. But um, yeah. I read some kind of like Instagram post that was like, uh, it uses like God language. So prepare your ears if you don't like those. But it was like people... Uh, want cake really bad and then God gives them the the oil, the the eggs, the milk, the batter, the kitchen and the equipment and then they just get frustrated and leave the kitchen. Um, and I think the metaphor is like th th that's not me with every craft ever. <laughs> you get all of the tools, all of the different and that's how manifestation works is it's I, I love when Dugsley was talking in our, our mm -hmm. podcast episode about how we found our spiritual path and she brought up Kiki's delivery service and how she saw the red shoes in the window and how the a lot of the movie was passive, subtle manifestation of her getting those shoes through the act of she would see those shoes every day and she would visualize, I want them. And then how does she get them? She does a little bit every day to make them a reality. And I think that that's another thing that that there's maybe I want to comment a bit on laziness as well. Pisces energy brings out a little bit of laziness too, um, yeah. comfy, which of escapism. Yes. And I, I do think that that there is a bit right now about relaxing real taking a break being kind to yourself uh self-soothing i think that the, a lot of a lot of like it is important to step back but i also think not falling into the pattern of laziness or um half-assing is another way i might want to phrase it like i think that it's important to rest and relax and take breaks but but it can be tempting to stay in that space. And then this is where the roads, the paths, the two things diverting yeah. comes in. You can either stay in that space of comfortability or you can push yourself out. Another word I want to comment on is discipline. I feel like self-discipline is a big lesson, at least for me this year, of you want something to be different. You want something to change. You have to... You have to do it every day, even if you don't want to. And this is why my bed is staying made for the last like two or three weeks. Every day I get up and the first thing Hot I is. do, like fresh out of bed, is make up my bed. 
I, I would I would love to jump in yeah, here please. and just add something. Uh, so I definitely resonate with this. Something I've been talking about a lot in my world is um, the idea of my present self and my future self um, and sort of preparing my future self for success is like sort of how I'm, I'm navigating life at the moment where it's just like um, on a really like mundane small scale, it's like I have this object and I could either take 10 steps and put it where it belongs, or I could be lazy and throw it somewhere. But then my future self won't know where it is if I just throw it somewhere. So I, these days, I'm taking the extra 10 steps to put it back where it belongs. And I think that's been really healthy for me. Um, and and that also requires a little bit of discipline, like you said. I, I, I also watched a video today. It was a Twitter. I was on Twitter. And it was this girl in front of the camera and she's just like, listen, like, do you think I wanted to go to the gym today? Do you think I wanted to wake up and, and go lift weight? No, hell no. I don't want to go to the gym. But you know who does? My future self who who thrives and is healthier and is more in their power when they go to the gym, you know? That's so, and, and I can't rely on my emotions right now because my feelings are just feelings, but my health, my goals, they're so much bigger than just pressing snooze, you know? Like That's funny because and, the thing that like lit my attention just to the self-discipline was also like a, a girl working out and it was a it was a comment on basically like I don't want to be here every day, but the person who gets strong and healthy is the person that shows up even if they don't want to. Yeah. That's actually funny because um my summer job is over, but my summer job kept me really, really active. And since I finished, I've been like, okay, today's the day I'm going to start running again. Today's the day mm -hmm. I'm going to start running again. Today's yeah. the day I'm going to start running again. And that, it's just been like that for like two weeks. And um, I I need to start it. So like I, I understand completely <laughs> what yeah. this person was saying because um, like I said actually in Shady's Discord earlier, I was looking through like my Facebook memories and I had something like from years ago when I was a serious runner like – Two months ago, I couldn't even run 30 seconds, and now I'm running two miles without stopping. And that's nice. just like two months. And so I need to look ahead to my future self in two months and be like, okay, we're going running. We are getting out there. Uh, and so. this makes me think back to the conversation we had about routines where I was talking about how I'm being very mindful when I take my clothes off um, to make sure they're not flipped inside out and when i did laundry this week right. it took me so much less time it sounds ridiculous but the maybe it's also because i had a broken arm but the act of like turning all of your clothes back to the right way when you've got a whole basket and it's every single piece of clothing in there it adds an extra like five ten minutes onto the yeah. onto the task so it was so much i just grabbed the laundry basket separated you know the darks from the lights or whatever however i separate in this week and then was just able to throw them in and and it's these this this in the moment self-awareness and and the forethought the 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 forethought of how is this going to benefit me in the future um 
and mm-hmm. and this is the same with like making my bed and all of this kind of stuff. And I clean my desk now at the end of every night instead of leaving it for the morning. Because when I wake up to the morning yes. to a messy desk, it's so stressful. And I'm already a lot of times I wake up and I'm running late. So then I have to I have to add cleaning to that list when it shouldn't have been there. I could have taken it taking. It's a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that the, the main words that I want to walk away from, like, my intuitive check-in is, like, surrender um, and uh, self-discipline, maybe. Surrender. Yeah. <laughs> Another god for my brain. <laughs> um, it's surrender, slow down, ease. I think ease is a good one. Um, Titan. I want to talk a little bit about Titan for a second. Yeah. Um, this comes in with the retrograde energy of reviewing and analyzing. So take a look back over this year, and we'll probably talk about this some with with pantheras with the harvest moon yeah, i imagine sure. um and and take a look at at the fruits of your labor um and think about how uh, the processes that have led you to this point and maybe if you want to adjust uh like i don't like how this turned out i need to adjust this so it's a lot of Edit. um i keep using the word tighten because it's like you've got a lot of systems in place that are working or maybe some things have been working out for you and you don't have to scrap this whole idea now you just need to be like, okay, well, like like with fitness, for example, it, it's great that I'm getting out and, and, and running, like Pam, or Fuchsia was saying, um, but it's actually like when I'm like going running every day, it's affecting, I get back and I'm really sweaty and I have to take a shower and then this affects my ability to do X, Y, Z. You know, I have to get on call and do this with people or something. So yeah. if I could move running to the start of my day, then I have the, or the end of my day or something, it's moved in a different spot. So now we're just tightening the schedule up. We're shifting it around. We're adjusting. We're analyzing. Does this flow well with this? Is there a different place I could do this? Is there a different way I could? Could I could, yeah. could I cancel this out here? Could I add a little something here? Could I? Um, it's a lot of review and analyze. So like tightening and, um, and editing. And I editing. mentioned this last yeah. time, and this just kind of goes off of um, I cannot remember for the life of me where I heard this from, but essentially it's whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. So like being very right. intentional with the way that we want to set our future selves up or for right um and one thing that's really helped me because I have really bad ADHD right so I have really bad like (laughs) issues with habits and I remember um when I first moved into this house that I'm at now like being uh because I had like lost my job and everything and one of like the first things that I got really proud of myself at was even though like I wasn't working at the time I, for the first time in my life, had like a morning routine and I never consistently had one where it's like, I I actually got shit done in like a certain order and everything. But one like way of looking at this, which has really helped me moving forward is like, you kind of have to suck it up and do it often, do it consistently enough where when you don't do it, it feels weird. Like, and I think the best like example I have of that is brushing your teeth. Like you, you, when you brush your teeth every day, you start to notice like when your teeth feel dirty and you want to brush Mm -hmm. it or like same with like showers. Like I can like feel when like my skin feels dirty and I want to go take a shower. Right. Um, but you have to do that with making your bed or putting away your laundry I was gonna say, that's or where whatever it is, right? With um, with all of my chores and like house cleaning stuff that I've been doing, it's like when my desk is not clean now, it feels weird. When I don't make my bed up in the morning, I, I come in and everything feels out of like it feels in disarray. If I don't do the litter box once a week, it feels like um, obviously Toasty feels that, but I also <laughs> it, it and the yeah, laundry doesn't get done. My whole routines get thrown off, and it sets me for success to have these things so it's it's been nice like uh being and and again another word i think we're we might have to like have a 
an episode on or something because control <laughs> keeps coming up for me lately. The word control <laughs> keeps popping up and like we're definitely gonna talk about that today. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a lot about control. I think that's all. That's the major stuff that I have to uh to my like intuitive check. Let me just. I think that's everything. It's I, I feel like I, I want to encourage people to withdraw um, from their their patterns of social. It's not even just socializing, but where you're like putting your energy in a lot every day. Um, yeah. Withdraw from it a little bit and and kind of like go without for a couple of days and analyze and make sure that you're not like lost in the sauce of it um, and make sure that you're doing like it, it, it lines up with what you want to be doing. Um, taking yourself out of energy is the best way to understand if that energy is good for you or not. Um, And that is a lesson hard learned for me, especially when it comes to people um, that I have emotional ties with. Um, But the change that happens to me when I'm able to, and this is also a people pleaser thing, but um, being willing to say no, being willing to put boundaries up is very difficult and painful. But I am now like turning into a really good version of myself and it's not like I've been a bad version of myself but the the I, the the cleanliness I feel I, I don't know how to phrase it but it's like a like my energy is no longer like gunked down because I've shaken yeah. all of those loose and now it's like oh this is this is who I am this is me mm-hmm. and I've been muddied over by a bunch of different energies from a bunch of different people that I didn't have the strength or power yeah. to say no to and I let them over flood me and I got lost with who I was and what I was supposed to be doing um so with drawing I can always tell when an energy isn't mine when it's heavy I didn't you know? I don't know how to recognize that a lot of times because I'm a very heavy person. I carry a lot of heavy energy with me just normally. Um, so I was uh, going to say, you probably also carry a lot of other people's energy with you. That's <laughs> very true. Um, and so maybe that's that's the takeaway here. But I, I, I don't notice a lot of times. And I'm not, I'm not always self-aware um, enough to walk away from a conversation and realize that they made me feel drained. I don't, I don't often do check-ins with myself, um, in that way. Um, and the more you practice it, the better. I also think there's a lot of, um, like for me, this is the Gemini plague, but I don't want people not to like me. So I don't want to not like people because that means they're not going to like me back if I tell them no. Right. So I, I will, I will just put up with, uh, like toxic energy around me because if I, if, if I have to have that conversation with them and be stern or strict, or, or if I have to be the one to alert them to the fact that their behavior is problematic, then they're going to associate me with that like rejection that they feel when they get told they're doing something wrong or bad or harmful or painful. Um, and so oftentimes I will, I will in the past, that's past me, mm-hmm. current me, I'm getting so good at it. (laughs) It's getting so much easier. (laughs) Starting with this like clean slate kind of now how you feel like it, like physically your space is clean and also like that, that mirrors, right? The internal, but kind of like what I was saying, like now that you realize like how like free you are without those like heavy burdens, you're going to start recognizing more when those burdens are placed onto you, when the energy starts Absolutely. clinging to you and you're gonna be like ew like this yes. feels gross like get this off of me <laughs> i see it a mile away now like yeah. i it's yeah, yeah. i don't even hesitate <laughs> it's so obvious uh sometimes like the the energy that's approaching and it's just like wow i'm not participating in this you know uh i can't and i think that 
Well, first of all, one more thing I want to put in. Uh, I have a book recommendation for this exact topic. I'm sure most people here have heard about it. Atomic Habits, I think, falls under a lot of what we're discussing right now. Um, I, I really recommend it. It's just everything to do with rewiring your brain to accept the beauty of radical habit creation that to better yourself um and also just befriending the idea of um i don't know being disciplined and being uh uh, because discipline i think is a scary word for some people uh i started adding it to my vocabulary about two years ago and i remember i was talking to my mom i was like i gotta be more disciplined i gotta be more disciplined she's like oh i don't like that word um, like, like, you know, like that, that makes me think that you're like getting in trouble or that's, you're like being punished. I feel like that's definitely Gemini energy right there. <laughs> like, or like Capricorn, like. Right. Yeah. And, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, I, I think I need it. I think I need a little bit of like unapologetic structure in my life. Um, because I, once again, I'm Gemini um Pisces both of those are in my chart super mutable so I am just I'm not anchored you know and I feel like I I it's important to anchor into routine and habit and it's hard when you're so loosey-goosey and it's and also if you've been so loosey-goosey it's worked out for you this whole time that's what I was thinking <laughs> is like I'm thinking if if my 20 year old self and me now, 34, had to go on a weekend trip together or some like live together for a week, how much I would hate her. <laughs> like how I'd be like, oh my God, don't put that there. Oh my God, just put that in your bag. Like, why do you have to I would go into the bathroom after she's done Chaos. doing her hair and makeup and there's just shit in the sink on the floor in the oh bathtub. God. I'm like, why are you why are you like this? <laughs> how did you how did you manage this? It always like <laughs> When people are like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could go back. I wish I could go back or, or like um, and like ex- be young again or whatever. I'm like, I wouldn't go back like a no. week ago. <laughs> like, I would yeah. go back in a heartbeat. If I could start over uh-huh. at 15 years old, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd trade anything for it. Like, the devil, are you listening? <laughs> Satan, let's go. I'm ready to make a deal. <laughs> I think I think the earliest I'd go back is like 25. Everything like. I want to start at like a lot of like life changes at like a lot of shit happened at 25 that um, has impacted my life Mm -hmm. since. But but like I would not go back before that. I want to go back to younger because I'd want (laughs) to take better care of my body as at a younger age. I'd want to I want to be able to impact my body in a a better way. Um, By 25, everything's fully developed. Right. (laughs) I would have to go back to like six for that <laughs> okay vibes but 15 i i would have sure. the mental cognizance to be able to ma- and also i would be old enough to be independent enough to start to make some of the decisions yeah. that at six i can't be like no i don't want to eat that you know what i mean oh no it's <laughs> for say, me you're, you're have, like, no my body my body's all fucked up because i was too active like literally oh, it's, you were like the uh, try hard athlete I, well did you know how bad figure skating and ballet are bad for your body? Oh, yes. Like, yes. I always so, wanted to be a ballet God, dancer, yeah. but then you... Yeah. yeah I was just watch skater. any movie about ballet and you'll be like, okay, never mind. I got kicked I was, out of ballet when I was younger. Yeah. I was a figure skater <laughs> oh, and you literally start skating when you're like a year old. I started skating before I could walk, like just pushing a milk crate around the ice. So like you start oh so God. young and it just it just changes your body so much. 
Wow, that's actually insane. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So um, I think that's that's gonna wrap it up for my like intuitive uh, vibe check. Um, do we want to okay. switch over to astrology mode? Well, did we want to do tarot? Yeah. Oh, sure. Just because it ties into what we were please, just talking please about. Please do. Let's go for it. Um, for tonight, I pulled the six of cups. Oh, which okay. uh, this is from my last unicorn mm. deck, which I got to meet Peter Beagle this weekend, and he signed my deck. But so, um, so so in this card, it is the character Molly Grew. Um, she just met uh-huh. the unicorn, and she's um, kind of like cradling her face, and it's um, bittersweet. Uh, the first time I held this card, I just cried, but it's bitter. Like it's a bittersweet moment for her because she wanted to see a unicorn when she was young. And she didn't until now. She's she's like, why didn't you come for me 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Why do you come to me now when I'm old? And um, so Six of Cups is all about looking at your past, looking at your childhood and taking those lessons that um, you either learned or didn't learn the lessons that you're learning now and applying them to your life. And a lot of it, especially with Mercury retrograde coming up, Mercury retrograde is about looking in your past, but looking at your past kind of with rose colored glasses. So this is kind of a kind of a little warning. Don't do that with Mercury retrograde coming up. Uh, Look at your past, but like, don't go back to your past. That's a good, that's, Um, that's a good lesson. So so um, I just feel like we were just talking about childhood and everything. That's the it's only like... scene of uh, the last. No, I won't say only, but that scene of the last unicorn always makes me cry. Um, always. Yeah. I have I've seen the movie. Seen like you've never <gasps> seen the last unicorn. Hold up. Okay. So <gasps> everybody, up. stop <laughs> what you're doing right now and go <laughs> to the website celestialcafe.org. Wow. Or if you are uh, here in the Twitch chat, Whoa. we're gonna drop the link in the Twitch chat. Um, we're gonna have a movie night and watch the last. We're unicorn. gonna have a movie night sometime Whoa. in the next I, two weeks. Sometimes, sometime before the next episode, we need to watch the last unicorn. I have it on my computer, so I can just share it. It is my favorite movie i have literally seen it over a thousand times and that scene still makes me cry every single time we have so. to it's such a beautiful <laughs> movie that scene gets to me too because it, it's like uh, to me i i interpret and feel it as like molly wanted inspiration and magic like she could have why didn't she have the inspiration and magic as a mm-hmm. child why does it only come when she's old and she's not able to do anything about it she's mm-hmm. she's already past her prime she's not able to like and this is how yeah. i feel with like there's I could dance, but there's no way I could be what I could have been if I started dancing as a 10 year old. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's that that kind of feeling, I think. Why did, why did this magical inspiration come to me when I can't do anything yeah. with it anymore? Like, why didn't I have this at, at you know? Um, that's kind of how I, I think why it emotionally impacts me the way that it does. But um, yes. The, the lesson with, with Molly in the movie is that she, she finds the unicorn now and she does find that magic. She does find that spark in her life. Even though yeah. she's a lot older than she Age is wanted just a to, number. Um, so like you can still do, you can still do the stuff. Maybe you can't do it like you would have done it when you were fifteen, but you can still yeah. do all this stuff, yeah. and the spark is still there. So. And I don't know the the movie, but just kind of going <laughs> off of the themes, and with the harvest moon being this month, a lot of the themes are, of course, of like gratitude and um, Mabin coming up as well, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that. Um, part of us when we're older and we can look back and it's, it's very easy to think, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do that? But you know, 
things were happening at that time, right? Other things were, were more important to you at that time. And sometimes it takes those that maturity and those lessons to be able to go back and reappreciate something with um with like the respect that it deserves. So I know we talked a lot about horses today, but like I remember I used to ride when I was like in elementary school and I remember Mm -hmm. stopping riding because my lessons were on Friday nights at like five o'clock and I wanted to sleep over at my friend's houses instead. Mm -hmm. Like I I didn't want to go to horseback riding. I wanted to go over to my friend's house because that was sleepover night. Um, And I ended up stopping horseback riding and then looking back, I'm like, that was like the worst decision like I I made. Like I I should have continued to, I ended up picking it back up in college, but, um, and then as an adult, but that's how I feel about it. I appreciate it so much more. (laughs) That's how I feel about chasing the party life in my early twenties and, (laughs) and wanting to, cause it's the same thing. Like I want to go with my friends. I want to be popular. I want to be part of the inside jokes. I want to be there. I want to, instead I could have stayed and lived with myself or stayed at home and lived with my family and just gone out to major events that they were doing. But, um, I could have worked on my art and I could have worked on my career and my, uh, myself instead. And instead I, I chose to chase socializing and popularity. So I think about that a lot too. Like I, mm-hmm. I think back to when I was 15 to 20 to 25, whenever it was sometime in my, in the past of my life where I was intimidated or, um, something by a person. Um, and I thought they were really cool. And I, I felt, you know, I wanted them to think I was cool and, and they're yeah. so cool and popular and this and that. And then, then I think about like a couple, like there's so many people in my life where I'm like, I look back on them and I'm like, they were a loser. Why was I so intimidated by them? Like, like right. I think about the cool yeah. girl when I was in seventh grade. And then I think back to like, really who she's, I was like, she was a loser. Like we were all losers. Why was I so intimidated by her? And then I try to apply that to people that I feel that way about now. Like people who now, like today I'm like, oh, they're intimidating. Oh, they're too cool for me. Oh, they're this. Oh, they're that. And it's like, they're just a loser. Like quit putting them on this pedestal. Quit yeah. acting like, you know, um, and try to, to you yeah. know, I also wanted to, mm. to touch on a little bit with the nostalgia vibes and from that six of cups where I am, yes. and this is probably the retrograde, but I'm, I'm, there's a nostalgia, uh, like sucking its little fingers into my brain and making me like wish for the past, think about the past. I've been dreaming about a lot of exes, um, ex-friends, ex-partners, ex-parts of my life. Like there's been a lot of past memories that are very like, like, and it's just nostalgia. And you do look back at things and you don't remember how they really were. You remember the good parts. You remember the best parts and you, and the rose tinted glasses. And then you do a lot of like, the grass is greener on the other side. Like I miss how this was. I miss that. I miss this. And then you're not thinking about the reality of it. So when yeah. we're... it's much easier to remember the feelings and the vibes rather than the truth. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, I think that's like what's so abstract about like storytelling and why stories evolve so much from person to person. They grab onto what is relevant to them and they don't go into what um, didn't apply. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's the two sides of Six of Cups is like, yeah. it's good to look back, but don't get lost in looking back. Um, look mm-hmm. to your future. And if you liked some of that stuff, think about how you can bring it into your future. Um, but don't, yeah. but don't yeah. like acknowledge not everything inner child like, not part. everything was perfect um and 
think about it, but um, but like you can bring stuff from your past back into your life. Just you have to do it in a way that you don't get lost in it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump over to astrology hosted by the lovely Dukesley. So I'm going to send us over to that scene. Hi. And we're here. Hello. We're here. Am I here? Okay. Hi, everyone. Greetings. Um, apologies in advance. My words aren't working very well today. I'm, I'm, I'm a little slower with the cog wheels in my brain right now. So bear with me if I make any mistakes. Sorry. Uh, I'm doing my best. So we're talking about the full moon in Pisces. Uh, this is really exciting. Really tough astrology, honestly, this month. Not the full moon itself. The full moon's okay. But we are surrounded by dry mercurial energy influenced by Mars. We got some... It's just, It's really, really scorching out here, honestly. So the full moon in Pisces is actually going to be a really nice reprieve from what feels like... Oh, God. Um, like, like, parched energy, you know? Um... So let's start with some basics. I'm, I'm just going to start with the real clinical stuff, right? Full moon in Pisces. This is going to be on Saturday, September 10th. It's going to be exact at 6 a.m. EST, 5.59 technically, but we can, we can round up, I think. Uh, that will make it 3 a.m. PST, 11 a.m. GMT. So for us uh, in the Americas, we'll be able to enjoy the peaking of the full moon at night, which is nice. We get to see it in all of its glory. Um, super technical moment here, so forgive me, but uh, it's going to be at 17 degrees, 41 minutes um, in the second decan, which is ruled by Jupiter. Uh, so that's very fitting because Pisces is also ruled by Jupiter. Uh, and the card that represents this placement is the Nine of Cups, mm. a very smug, very abundant card. Um, so just throwing, throwing all that out there for anyone that's like, oh, wow, that I like that. Boop, boop, boop. I'm taking that. I'm taking that with me. Perfect. But before we get into the full moon itself, I, I want to talk a little bit about Pisces energy. And I'm very excited to be uh, the director of this moment because I am Pisces dominant. I love being, I'm so what that means is that, so I'm not a sun or a moon in Pisces. I am a Pisces rising. Um, and I have my Saturn in Pisces as well. Uh, so my Saturn returns coming up, shout out to everyone else who is going to be going through that starting in March of next year. Um, I'm sure we're already feeling, I know I'm feeling the undercurrents of Saturn, my Saturn return. So I'm sure everyone else is too. Um, Pisces energy. Yes, it's a water sign. It's mutable. It's ruled by Jupiter. And I've also seen Neptune. Uh, that's, that's modern rulings. Uh, so cool beans. Uh, I, I really like the association with Jupiter uh, in particular with Pisces. I, I wrote down big dreams, big feelings, big delusions these these are the 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 trifecta of the pisces way the first thing i wrote down when i was like writing these notes and i was like hmm pisces energy where do i want to start i wrote down what are boundaries that's a pisces, really good question we, we are what are boundaries what are what are boundaries it, it, it's it's because so we think about pisces the imagery there is like these these fish 
right? Which is also very ironic that I'm so Piscean and I have a horrible fear of fish. <laughs> True. Uh, there's there's lots of layers. Yeah, there, there's, there's layers so here. Bad, but that... I always forget that you're afraid of fish, and then every time I'm reminded, I just <laughs> <This> can't. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I came in here also afraid of horses. I was also <laughs> horrified of moths at one point too. Uh, I would just be a mess out here. All all layers of land, I'm, I'm gone. Uh, but we got yeah. The th- I, so the boundary thing. I I don't want to. And also I think I'm going to be kind of um, roasting because I feel very comfortable roasting my major sign. So uh, apologies to those who get their feelings hurt, which is probably every Pisces ever. It's going to be it's, me. It's a part of the... rising is like, oh no, don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I'm like, I I have like a water grand trine and like, I could dish it out, but I can't take it. Okay. Like, <laughs> I could pick on you, but if you pick on me, there's going to be tears. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll cry so... both times. Like, picking on, picking on oh, you that's and fine. you picking on me. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> so we I, I I feel like the big thing with like the, the boundaries discussion with Pisces, and I'll even say like water signs in general, um it, it's there's this very they Pisces can really flow in and out of situations, right? Like I, I feel like so we, we talk often about like social chameleons. I think that is the true Pisces way it, it, they are they are true chameleons they're able to just weave in and out of situations feelings conflicts individuals but that means that they're also picking up a lot of energy along the way um i, I really feel that uh pisces are just like pure energy transmuters of of the zodiac um definitely helps with that water energy and i look at jupiter right jupiter's the planet I always describe it as a magnifying glass. It's that feeling when you're laying on a hill, a grassy knoll, and you see the the the, the stars above you that go on forever. That's what Jupiter is. It's that feeling when everything feels expansive and never ending and impossible and possible all at the same time. That's Jupiter, right? So then you put that in a water sign and it's just this endless sea of feelings and possibilities and dreams i think that pisces rules dream work i feel like that they rule the astral realm truly um so jot that down a, I'm a phrase i put down astral jot that down. <laughs> <laughs> see you on the astral plane <laughs> sprinting <laughs> um a, a word i wrote down was was formless and blurry uh i I think I say that with love. A thing I, for me was, I, I remember when I've had some really tough conversations this year. Um, I remember saying the phrase, I can't tell the difference between you and me. Um, and and I, I, yeah. I feel that a lot Boundaries. with a lot of different people. And like like when I get into a workplace, like I, I become so integrated with like the coworkers and the the identity of the group of people there right. that I can't tell the difference between me and yeah, and that's the blurriness. And I, I like that word for Pisces, blurry. Yes, yeah. Like, uh, it, there's just no beginning and no end Pisces, I feel, sometimes. And I think that's both, of course, a positive and a negative because it can lead to this 
these endless connections, these endless, this almost like childlike and elderly and wizened state of mind, this balance between the two where they're just able to be everything and nothing at once. And I, I wrote down super sensitive. Um, all water signs are, but I think that in particular Pisces are sensitive psychically, spiritually, emotionally too, but it, it, they, they are in tune on another level. I, I really feel that way. I wrote dreamy, ungrounded, admittedly, um, empathic. We always say, right, it's a meme, right? Like, I'm an empath. Like, but I, I really think that Pisces energy is like the cornerstone of that that mindset of just, we're all in this together. We're all feeling it out. We're all doing this together. I wrote down escapists. I think that's one of the most common things that people associate with Pisces is, is yeah, yeah, because I mean, if if with everything I said, we're constantly flowing in and out, absorbing everything, becoming everything, um, rejecting everything. It's hard to carry all that if you don't know how to manage that energy. And we don't live in a society that teaches us. I wrote down like Pisces energy, Pisces people. We don't get muddled by facts or logistics or analytics. We, we don't need any of that stuff to know how we feel right? Feel. We're feelers. We want to feel these things. We want to navigate through life simply through the vibes. That's, that's like our goal. We, we, we are not preoccupied with, uh, uh, analyzing and, and breaking down, which, which is really tough for my Gemini sun moon. There's definitely, I, for the record, I feel like I'm constantly at odds with that Gemini influence. That's so, um, I don't know, knowledge seeking and um, brain expansive when I also have this extreme pull to just be like, that's nice, but let me just feel it out. Let me just like check in with the vibes instead of just like always trying to break things down logically, you know? Um, and for the record, uh, since this is a full moon uh, with the sun in Virgo, this, this means that they're opposites, right? So Pisces, Virgo, opposite energies. What does this mean? I wrote down for Pisces and Virgo, respectively, Pisces is fantasy versus Virgo's reality, feeling versus analyzing, intuition versus consciousness, energy versus material, spirituality versus logistics, you know, like it's, it's the, the Virgo is, is the, the, the handyman of the Zodiac, right? They're, they want to invent and create and, but the thing is, is that I think that how they are the same is that I feel that Pisces and Virgo, they're often in service. I think that Pisces likes to offer the emotional support while the Virgos help with the physical tasks like organizing and planning. Um, and like like Pisces carries the faith that everything is going to work out just fine while the Virgos need to understand all the moving parts to make it all work together. Um, I wrote down, they make great partners in crime. And I, I got to say, my my partner's a Virgo dominant, Pisces dominant. So it's a little biased. I, I, I think that this is one of the strongest axes because I think that the connection between the ethereal, non-tangible and the very earthy groundedness uh, and, and hands-onness of Virgo is just like, a perfect storm, right? Um, but enough about Pisces. We're going to talk about the full moon. And before we talk about the full moon, 
It's important that we start this full moon conversation with Mercury retrograde. This one's a doozy. Like, sometimes we get some Mercury retrogrades where it's like, yeah, okay, it's another retrograde, which is worth mentioning that retrogrades are not this big boogeyman that's like, oh, God, like, everything's falling apart. This happens all the time. This happens regularly. Retrogrades are a part of the planetary cycle, right? It's... It's common. It's predictable. We know when it's going to happen. We know, like, it's not like it comes out, go, boo, retrogrades here. Like, we all know when it's going to occur. Um, and I wrote down, so let's break down this retrograde, right? Mercury, planet of communication, information, cognition, Libra, air sign of diplomacy, social relations, and, and the, the seeking of harmony. What does this mean? So I feel like we are going to be revisiting. There's an R word for R E word, right? Revisiting and editing our interpersonal relationships and power dynamics. Uh, I, I think is what we that vibe <laughs> check I gave is coming right in. <laughs> and and I something that I didn't write down, but is worth mentioning. Like Mercury is like dancing around with Mars a lot too right now. So we got this dry, which I think Mercury can be either dry or, or a wet planet. Like, um, but I think that with that Mars influence, I said it, I said it, (laughs) (laughs) jot that down. Uh, and like Mars is just so, so dry. Mars is definitely a planet of, uh, action and, and assertiveness and, I don't know. Like it, it I, I feel like I want to fan myself when I think about Mercury retrograde right now. Like it's just so much heat. Um, and I just, I really want to encourage. Also, please back up your files. Like shit. Holy like, this moly. Is gonna be, don't even get me started. I please back up your files. The scares this is that really I've been having with my that. editing and animation are making me a paranoid every three seconds. Control S person. So. <laughs> save like don't just save them often but also have like different like duplicate the file (laughs) yeah create it put it on your your solid like put it somewhere else too like you you need doubles triples of these saved everywhere i swear this is i swear like it's really important for this mercury retrograde if you mod Um, your games if i lost this animation i was working on i would actually like I'm dot 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 <laughs> dot dot fill in the blank and you're probably right. <laughs> I broke my RimWorld game again. I added on too many mods and I don't no, know which one's broken. Now I have to rewipe them all. Happening. I have like 300 plus mods on here and I oh have to go through God. now and I have to. Steam mods are horrible because you have to go to the workshop True. and you have to hit unsubscribe and then resubscribe to every single individual one. And you can't just do it on one page. You have to actually individually go to each mod page and it's the worst. <laughs> That's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god! But yeah, yeah so I like, can't say I'm having any tech issues. So uh, yeah, well, wow. just you wait, Fuchsia. Yeah, I was like, no, you better on knock it. on wood. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> what do I hear? All right, Apollo, flying a little close to the sun, are we? Icarus. All right, I gotta say, oh, like, for Apollo. Me. Who's Apollo? <laughs> Who's Apollo? Apollo, the, the sun god. Sun god. But yeah. Icar- I- Icarus oh, so is adjacent. Icarus is yeah, the one that flies too close you, to the you sun. You got it. <laughs> I was like one step you away. You would have gotten like half credit on a test. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I agree with that. <laughs> 
I, I, I have the right spirit. For me, uh, the shadow, the beginning shadow phase of the retrograde is what's always worse for me. Like the shadow just fucks me up. And then the retrograde is all dealing with the fallout of that. And this one has like has brought up nothing. So I'm hoping this will just be smooth sailing, please. <laughs> So, um, so I, I mean, like if something's going to happen, I am going to be taken completely by surprise since nothing happened in the shadow phase, but. Fair enough. Um, I, yeah. Do you have, um, do you have Mercury retrograde natally? No. Oh, okay. No, the only retrograde I have is Chiron. That's your only retrograde? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Good, good for you. <laughs> you, you. You killed it. My <laughs> wounded healer you have is won the retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Good job, everyone. <laughs> Killer charts we got out here. Now I, I only got a couple, I think. Uh, in some ways, I think that having retrograde natally is sort of a plus because because you're you, dealing you're do- with that energy your whole constantly. life constantly, yeah. and so then when people are thrown into that energy, they're like, and you're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, what else is new? To, tell me something I don't know. That's that's how it feels sometimes. Um, but yeah, this this retrograde, I just really be aware of conversations that you're having. I I'm getting a big like who's lying? <laughs> like who's lying out here? Like who? Like you know what I mean? Like I I feel like I, I'm scoping out to see like like Savers. dynamics that are just based on ego <laughs> and and uh just just it's gonna crumble right I, I that's what I'm feeling like and and that also applies of course to the people listening not saying that people are out here lying <laughs> straight up but also lying to yourself mm-hmm. I think is is worth mentioning but I, I I really want to drive home like be aware of the way that people assert their power over you in conversation mm-hmm. during this retrograde. I like, feel like I feel like this retrograde is very seven of swords energy and also like king of swords reversed. Like sevens I think are a big one here. I'm yeah. thinking of like seven of wands too mm-hmm. with the with the guy the stick and then yeah, there's a bunch like of little defending. sticks under there. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. and it's just like you have to sit in that truth 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 i feel like i see the full moon sort of as like a spotlight for this retrograde moment and i mean this is only the beginning right like the beginning of the retrograde so i feel like that this full moon take advantage of this full moon right and i'm gonna now i'm gonna be talking about the full moon and this is why this this full moon is so important because of this whoo dry a mercurial moment that we're going through right now and then we have this watery plush like psychic uh pisces full moon that you just want to get lost in conjunct neptune holy moly you get lost in the sauce and maybe you should <laughs> that's that's kind of another thing i want to talk about maybe we should get a little lost in the sauce this full moon because especially because this this the rest of this month is going to be so tepid so sharp uh astrologically there's mercury's going to be hanging out with all these planets while in retrograde i don't I like like it's going to be interacting with venus it's going to be interacting with mars it, it's it's 
it's gonna make its way around. It's it's a little hoe this this cycle, and Stop. it is just <laughs> it, it's it's just especially Mercury's entering its hoe era. <laughs> I love that for for them, but it's just a little too much for I think most individuals. And so I I think that a really good way to take advantage of this this full moon is. And of course, your mileage may vary. Maybe you're like, oh, my God, all I've been is lost in the sauce. May All I've been is is in my dream world. If that's the case, lean into Virgo. Lean into the Virgo sun. Okay. Get get organized. Get analytical. Get get logistical. <laughs> and uh, but I, I feel like a lot of us should take advantage of this deeply watery moon. Um, I, I recommend dream journaling. I, I do most full moons, but this one especially, especially with this Pisces influence, this is a very ima- especially with co- conjunct Neptune. It's very imaginative. Um, um, and, last, and- ep- last episode, Panthera and I both talked about how we used to dream journal and we haven't in forever, and so I finally started again. So. Really? Yay. Oh, that's great. That's a good habit to start. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think everyone can benefit from mm-hmm. some dream journaling, yeah. uh, journaling in general, truly, mm-hmm. and. I, I think that I, I'm feeling called to like have just like this big luxurious bubble bath where I just take care of myself. This is I'm definitely sta- oh I'm definitely staying in my lane this full moon and this retrograde. Forget it. I am not dealing with any ego. I don't want to hear anyone's That's how I feel. BS. I feel so happy to be like isolated right now. I feel like I'm oh yeah I'm so like. Uh, free and in my and lane easy. moisturized unbothered, yeah, unbothered. <laughs> for real like i am not my crops are seriously. watered <laughs> oh yeah like uh there's no you could not pay me to interact with people frivolously for for until like next month you know like it, it's nah, not right now and, and not to mention so we, we touched upon this earlier with everything's in retrograde right now <laughs> right uh except so i'll just list them all which is longer than actually listing the ones that aren't in retrograde mercury jupiter saturn uranus neptune pluto chiron and the nodes are all in retrograde right now um so also what does that mean right that, like that leaves the sun and the moon pretty much the sun, and venus, <laughs> venus and mars that's it uh that that okay if the moons are going retrograde, that's the apocalypse. So, look, <laughs> we, this, this would be the sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that's the end of times. Honestly, um, well, well, if it, I mean, logistically, like if it started going retrograde, it would fuck up so much in the Earth. Like it, it would actually be end so, times. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, would. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, because it's it would over. probably cause like weird flooding and tsunamis and shit all like that. Yeah, yeah. Reverse, yeah. at least, right? Like. So funny. Uh, and I, so once again, please, like, life must go on, right? Like, we, we can't stop everything ever. I, I, I am. Uh, but I, I also have the privilege that I could just, like, literally not talk to anyone for a month. But, like, seriously, like, life must go on. Let the retrogrades retrograde. However, if you have the power, this is, like, not a time to, like, start things, make big decisions, control anything. This is retrograde is about releasing the control letting the universe take control because it 
surrender. Hear that, Shady? I, my <laughs> land party starts tomorrow on the same day as Mercury Retrograde. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You know what that means? No. You get to put in your 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 earbuds and you go, have fun, everyone. <laughs> That's so hard. That. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. I don't think you should yeah. do that. Uh, but, like, I don't know. So that 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 is like the general retrograde rule where it's just like, you know, like let the universe take its course and and find comfort in that too. The fact that the planets are going to planet and the 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 celestial fun is going to be celestial, you know? Um and and I think that too many people get jump scared by hearing like eight out of our 10 big celestial influences are in retrograde, but I kind of find comfort in that. It's sort of like, it's sort of like when we were driving and you're like on a highway, like you can't be on the highway forever. Like you go into like another town for a little bit that, and, and you, you take the scenic route for a little bit and then you go back on the, like, it's just not efficient to always be going 80 miles per hour straight ahead. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you get a little detoured. Uh, that's that's what retrogrades feel like to me, where you just kind of go, oop, let's go somewhere else for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to your destination. It's just a, a little different now. <laughs> it's a little bit of a different scenery, different environment. Yeah, a little detour. Um, yeah, that's yeah. all. It's a, I, I think that's a palatable way to ingest retrogrades, right, instead of catastrophizing them which is what a lot of people do which i don't think is fair to the planets Mm -hmm. uh this is because like i said this is a part of their cycle this is a part of their trajectory also most of what any retrograde stirs up is stuff you brought on yourself so um, it's just it's just hey i think especially with with, like so we're gonna be libra uh retrograding i think karma is probably a big a big theme right now too like yeah you reap what you sow and so does everybody else definitely <laughs> i agree with that it, right what have you been planting the last eight months uh it's yeah. about to come oh. to fruition so true <laughs> um what else do i have here um this is a great this moon in particular Really great time for energy cleansing, Reiki, uh, just really like fluffing up that aura of yours, right? And and like I said, this is just Pisces energy in general. This is whenever Pisces is in a happy state, it's always a wonderful, auspicious time to take care of your spiritual, non tangible body. I think it's probably right? a really good time for cord cutting and uh, removing yes. your energy, which is uh, great because that's actually what our next episode is going to True. be about on September 22nd. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a whole chat about energy cleansing and um, uh, energy work and cord cutting and things like that. So I'm very excited for that chat. Um, that reminds me too I want to go ahead and say before I forget but we'll be doing Mm -hmm. a group uh, spell after the episode in the discord so go ahead and join the Celestial Cafe discord if you haven't yet Mm -hmm. it'll be happening right after the show maybe with like a little bit of a break in between for the hosts Um, Mm -hmm. the only things that you will need is bay leaves as many as you'd like I would recommend at least three. <laughs> the um, whole jar. <laughs> a Sharpie or some sort of marker, a writing utensil of choice. If you have magical ink or anything like that, great time to use Love. that. Um, and then a something to light a fire and a fire safe dish or cauldron. Um, you could go outside for this if you're in an area where you Fun. can light fires outside um, and so on. So... We're cool. gonna we're gonna be releasing some things, so it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Sick. That'd 
very yeah, nice. It's also the autumn equinox, so nice time for balance. Yeah. True, 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 true. Which um, I'll be talking about. <laughs> but more more witchery-esque, um, I want to recommend Moonwater for this mm-hmm. uh, cycle in particular. Uh, specifically making Moonwater for dream work, inner clarity, that kind of stuff. Like, like I said, the Pisces is, is all about that astral realm. And I think that a part of dream work is getting closer to your subconscious, which leads to inner clarity. Uh, so I, I'm making moon water personally. I'm pretty excited. It's been a while since I've had a nice big jug of that to use as I will. Um, and like I said, I am taking this this phase very slow, very mindfully, little social interaction on purpose. Um, I was thinking of actually just like uninstalling Twitter for the month. And uh, I think that's a beautiful just, idea. The best yeah, thing just, I have ever done has turned off no pressure. all notifications on my phone for all social media. And I no longer mm-hmm. let them control my attention. Like I go to yeah. them when I want to. I don't exactly. I don't I don't care if somebody just followed me. I don't care if someone just liked a tweet that mm-hmm. I commented on three days ago. I don't care. Like I'm no, no, no. I've I never had that, my yeah. phone notifications on. I like wow, I don't know how. You're so cool. yeah. Me neither. Look at me. I, yeah. I, I hate, hate <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. I'm not addicted to validation. Wow, cool. No, <laughs> no I mean it doesn't stop me from booting it up, but <laughs> I, I just, just hate deal with notifications. Yeah. I hate notifications in general. The only thing I have notifications on besides my email is Discord. Um but and that's because I'm usually like I have a turn off for everything except my emails is how I am now. I feel like I don't yeah. actually don't even have notifications on for my emails, but I have them very mm. uh, prominent on my cell phone, like wallpaper thing. Gotcha. I would forget to check my Jeez. emails if I didn't have notifications for them. So uh, <laughs> true. There. Oh, yeah. I'm the same <laughs> yeah. way. Uh, yeah. And a word that I also put down is, is discernment. That's a pretty common word in my vocabulary as is. But like I said, with all the ego, with all the. Like I said, like, I know, like, liars, that's, like, could be a trigger word, right? But, like, seriously, I, I can see that being a problem with all these transits and all of these planetary influences right now. Just people trying to get their way. I would way. also say, like, exaggerators. Um, yeah. And, like, attention yeah. seekers and people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that manipulation would also be pretty, like, I, yeah. yeah. That, and I think that's why I was so, like, hermit mode, like, withdraw, because shit's fucky right now. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't want to be influenced. You know, I I just I want to influence you myself. Hear that I want to be influenced. You're canceled. Hear that? <laughs> I'm not falling for your nonsense. No more. <laughs> but there's there's just like a lot of clownery out there, and I just refuse to participate right now. Um, I usually do, but now I especially do. And um, I don't know. Like there's there's just so much chaos. Like I'm also planning on keeping my my. I usually do, but I, I want to recommend, like, just keeping this magic that we, we do, like, just keeping it close to ourselves, close to our heart. Um, I, I feel like whatever I'm doing with this moon and whatever I'm choosing to release, I, I'm just giving it up to Luna and I'm letting her take care of it. You know, like, she she's got this because this is a lot of energy to work through. And I... I'm going to be fine, but I I think that a lot of people are going... There's going to be a lot of truths coming to light, including some ugly truths. You know what I mean? And uh, some some really harsh truths about, like, oh, by the way, I've been leading a second life for six years. Like, you know, like... like <laughs> Oddly specific. Uh, but, like... Uh, 
stuff like that, that honestly <laughs> <laughs> like just nonsense like that i think is gonna come out like uh, uh like reddit's r slash relationships nonsense that sounds like fake stories but they're actually real and and horrifying but <laughs> i i think that's all i have to say i i, I do have some homework if for those who care and want to indulge in uh what's popping i recommend checking out your chart checking out where pisces is and um check out what house it's in in particular and um my homework is how can you nurture yourself with the scope of that house where pisces lays for example um if you have like an eight house pisces the eighth house is all about um Actually, the eighth, why did I choose the eighth house right now? Um, the eighth house is uh, probably one of the more complicated houses where it deals with everything that's uh, that 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 we give or that we give up. It's death, sex, taxes. You know, like uh, that's. I'd the love very to cliche. give up taxes. Yeah, <laughs> like that's us giving things away, and you know, like like power dynamics at play. Um, but like I don't know, like an eighth house remediation, I feel would be like a guided meditation that's focused on like self love. I feel like meditating is a good way to remediate like eighth house issues, or like a fourth house Pisces would do something like, uh, um, like 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 clean their bathtub and scrub it down and then give themselves like a nice big bubble bath, you know, uh, stuff like that. I, I also wrote down an affirmation, uh, for this, this moon. Um, I speak my truth clearly and effortlessly. I speak my truth clearly and effortlessly. I think, I think that's important right now. We too don't want to get sucked into the mercury retrograde nonsense, who knows? The planets are crazy. And uh, so it's something to lean into during this chaos. And and sometimes when we affirm those things in ourselves, we can more easily see when others do not apply those affirmations. I speak my truth clearly and effortlessly. Uh, something nice to sort of tell yourself in the mirror, making eye contact, creating that, I don't know, harmony within yourself. Um, so yeah, just quick recap, um, big, wet, oceany, psychic, moon, very cool. Big, uh, meaty, not all of us. Breaking down. We're all 12 years old. We're all 12 years old. Yes. That six of coming in strong. It feels like an oasis. Our inner child said, what? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) My my six-year-old wouldn't have laughed at that. My six-year-old would have laughed at, like, booby or something. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't know. Like, use this full moon as a reprieve. Use this full moon as, as a checkpoint, as, like, you're you're in the desert and you find the oasis and you eat the big yummy cactus fruits or something and you put your head in the water and then you keep going you mind your own damn business as mercury retrograde retrogrades and uh stir some energy up uh the i don't know i feel like this mercury retrograde is gonna matter more than others that mars influence and i don't know uh just 
look out for yourselves out there and uh, just be very aware of the bullshit <laughs> that will occur and will come to light. Uh, be very discerning. Some upcoming uh, astrological stuff. Libra season, uh, Mar September 22nd. Look at that, Panthera here to party. My birthday's coming <laughs> when, up. <laughs> when's your birthday, Panthera? <laughs> it's the last day of September, so the 30th. Ooh, okay. Ooh. That's fun. Um, so another thing that happens, Mercury is going to be re-entering Virgo because it's in retrograde. It's heading back uh, on September 23rd, worth mentioning. Uh, and then we get the Libra new moon on Sunday. Uh, September 25th. That's going to be nice. It's going to be nice and calming. And then uh, Venus will enter Libra on September 29th. Uh, I think that is super harmonious. That is a beautiful uh, connection to be creating. Um, I believe Venus rules Libra. So yep, like it, it's just it is super harmonious. I think that we're going to get a nice breath of fresh air with that. Um, cause Venus is just like straight up not having a good time right now in Virgo. Uh, so, or did I say that right? I, I, I yeah, I think I said that right. Okay, cool. Um, but that's it. And that's all I have to say. Thank and you for listening. for those who yes. do suffer through re Mercury retrograde and are wondering when it ends, that's October 2nd. So. True. Yes. All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump into... Our Panthera segment, okay? Wow! Oh my God! Harvest Moon! Woohoo! I'm so excited! So much to harvest! <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this month we have the Harvest Moon, and one thing that's kind of fascinating about this full moon in particular is the name of this moon actually changes. Um, every other month huh? usually has a traditional full moon name that is the same for it for every single month. However, the harvest moon is the one exclusion to that. The harvest moon is actually the moon that is closest to the autumn equinox or Mabin. And oh. it can be in either October or September, depending on the year. So the year is going to be in September. So we have our harvest moon this That's month. Crazy. And our October moon will be the hunter's moon. If the October moon would be the harvest moon, then the September moon is usually called the corn moon. If you guys are interested as well, too, I do have this all up in a blog post format, so you don't have to take many notes. Don't worry. I got you covered. It's all there. Wowie. So... Yeah, the harvest moon is named after the harvest, right? So, and Mavin or the autumn equinox is specifically known as the second harvest festival. Fuchsia will be going over that more. But, you know, this is the time where everything's coming in. Uh, at least in the northern hemisphere, our growing seasons are getting close to an end. So everything has to come in. Everything needs to be stored away. Apple season is just getting started. Our pumpkins are starting Apples. to be harvested. Corn is coming down, so all that of reminds it is me. Just I had a dream in. about rotten apples. I just realized oh. that, and oh. I and there's an I've been keeping an apple in my room, and I found an extra apple in the fridge today. So apples, yeah, I had a dream about someone like taking a bite of an apple, and then it was rotten in front of it. Um, That's fascinating. Mm. I just asked for a honey crisp today. <laughs> what does that oh. have to do with apples? Honey crisp type a, of apple. That's, a, that's an apple. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like the best like kind a, of apple. Like, you should try it. I, yeah. Honey crisp are pretty good. It's honey crisp. It's a cereal? Too. 
I'm thinking of honey oh. foam. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, hold on it. now. Or like cold and delicious <laughs> is like another type of apple, right? Like there's a bunch of different Granny Smith apples, right? Like, I love Granny Smith. The best oh apples God. are the big, yeah. dark, juicy red ones. Yeah. Oh, See, big, I like the pinky ones. ones. My brother the likes the like ones. light like like a gala apple, mm-hmm. I think it's called. I love um, yeah, those I are love dollars. I want. I, love pink I don't ladies. like them because they're grainy or they're softer. I like the really hard, juicy like. Uh, See, those ones hurt my teeth. I think. <laughs> so use a knife and ones. cut little slices off. I makes could do it that. So, it I'm makes lazy. it so fun. <laughs> you, feel, peanut butter? you get to feel cool. No oh. peanut butter with apples. That's weird behavior. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what? I Wait, Dukes is about to throw down here. Type of apple. <laughs> Hold on now. Wait, no, that you should try it. What? You should try honey crisp it. with peanut butter. I'm gonna. I'll. I will for you, Dukesley. I will for you. But I don't. I'm not the biggest <laughs> peanut butter fan, so I very rarely like want or like peanut butter. What? What? It makes my tongue tongue hurt. It's a lot. It's very heavy. Uh-huh. It's okay. Very heavy. You should try peanut like butter. It gives me. It triggers my reflux, yo. You yeah. should try. I only like peanut butter. butter in a Reese's cup. Yeah, peanut butter Reese's cup. Sometimes I really want a PB and J. And sometimes, I but I think like this is only when I haven't been getting enough protein, like supplementing protein in my food. I just want mm-hmm. a spoonful of peanut butter, but that's very um, rare. Like, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> kind of so like when I get like a random craving for red meat, and I'm like, oh, I must be iron deficient <laughs> right now or something. <laughs> 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 So, with the harvest moon being either the last full moon of summer or the first full moon of autumn, this moon kind of embraces themes of moving towards the darker months ahead and preparing for the cold winter times. So, some 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 of the magical themes that could be done during this year or like are particularly potent during this time of year are kitchen magic, hearth magic, great time for house protections, really anything regarding the home preparation or preparedness harvest abundance prosperity gratitude balance and transitions because this is very like liminal time right we're at the the halfway point especially with Samhain coming up too which is another liminal time for a different reason um it's a, a just a very magical time of year in general so our correspondences for the Sabbath are our colors are brown, green, orange, amber, and red. Very typical fall colors. Some great crystals to work with during this time mm-hmm. are citrine, peridot, bloodstone, amber, quartz, my favorite, tiger's eye, ruby, gold, and aventurine. Um, some great mm-hmm. deities to work with are Demeter, Bridget, Freya, Vesta, any like harvest god um, or deity. This is also a good time where like if you're working with um, more seasonal deities like Persephone, for example, is getting prepared for her like venturing into the underworld. I was going to so say, she's, she's getting got ready time. right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to talk a little about that. Cool. cool. Okay, cool. Just, she's my homie. Just a little. Some great herbs for this time of year are witch hazel, flax, wheat, apple, valerian, and skullcap. Great trees oh, I, to work I, with. Love I love valerian. It's, it's the only thing that puts me to sleep if I mm-hmm. can't sleep. Oh, yeah. It tastes oh. so bad, though. It does. Oh, my God. It smells it do- so it does. horrible. Except, except <laughs> actually, so, like, tea-wise, the trick with valerian, because I drink tea with valerian root, mm-hmm. the trick with valerian tea is that you don't put boiling water on it you put just before it starts to boil so it's really hot but it's not Mm. boiling and then it doesn't taste as bad oh that's good to know i've just been drowning it with honey (laughs) yeah literally that's all i do (laughs) i'm just like come on let's go (laughs) yeah 
So come to the Celestial Cafe. We have tea tips. <laughs> yeah, true. So some great trees to work with are bay, lar- larch, hawthorn, and apple, of course, as well, too. This is a great time. Like, fallen leaves are such great, like, magical yes. tools, by the way. Um, definitely. That would be, like, a good challenge for you guys is see how you can incorporate fallen leaves into your spell work this season. And then the element for this moon is earth. So just very like grounded, homey, right? Everything's coming in. I just love it. It's like cozy time. I got my blanket. Yes. I got my my tea. We're ready. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to swap us over, Shady, I have our tarot spread for the month. And so uh, if you guys are interested and want to pull out your tarot cards, we have a special tarot card for this month. And feel free to share with us what you pull for this in the Discord if you're interested. So our first card is what in my life is currently ready for harvest? What do you need to like collect right now or bring in? What do I need to cultivate more of in my life? So I look at this as kind of like a reflection on the past summer and preparing for the upcoming spring, right? It's time to, to see what did I need more of this past summer and what do I need to start thinking ahead for for next season? And then lastly, what do I need to store away for the coming winter? What are you going to need more of? What do you need to soak in now during this last little bit of, of warmth right before the cold season's ahead? So once again, yeah, if you guys want to go ahead and share with us in the Discord. What do you guys think? Did, did anything come to your mind with these? I'm I'm always interested in actually pulling the tarot cards for your spreads because I'm always as soon as you start asking them like, what do I need to cultivate more? Of? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad. What is ready for harvest? Yeah. What should I, I pulled, be storing? No idea. I pulled the space cat. Oh. <laughs> you need more space cats in your life. Yeah, I'm definitely in detriment for that, for sure. That could oh. be fun. We could start pulling cards for Panthera's tarot yeah. spread and chatting oh, yeah? them a little bit. You guys, it says, that'd be awesome. So it says Space Kitty Exploration and Experiments. Oh, what am I? Ooh, whoa! Oh. Time to test some new things more. You need That's to go out fun. of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Are you my therapist? That's crazy. <laughs> that you know. <laughs> I am not licensed for that. <laughs> Tarot Disclaimer. is just a cheaper therapy. <laughs> um, it says, what do I need to cultivate more of in my life? And I got the sumo cat. Oh, this deck. What is this, dude? <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Isn't this so good? This is the, the this is magic. The Magic Neko deck. Oh, I love it. I actually don't know if it's still in rotation. What's the word? Print. Yeah, I'm not sure. (laughs) But it says for the... It's so cute. It's awesome. I I actually, I use this pretty extensively. I just want to use it for cards. Like the next time I play a card game with my friends, I want to whip that deck out. (laughs) That's why I love it. (laughs) it, It works in so many ways. And it says for... so. Wait, what was the what was it? What do I need to cultivate more of in my life? And for the sumo cat, it's flexibility, routine, and ritual. Oh. Those are good things for the optimal season. And Absolutely. then for what do I need to store away for the coming winter? I got the Joker, which oh. is a little poopy cat. Oh, oh it's poopy a little butthole. calico poopy he's kitty. Little, he's a little poopy oh. cat. And it says shit, the opposite of shit. <laughs> Uh, so 
I need to store away useful things. <laughs> and and not Does it actually the, just say shit. Yeah, it literally says shit. <laughs> so I I gotta prioritize for sure and stop carrying the bullshit around. You know? Oh. Store store what matters instead of the nonsense. And the cats have spoken. So I got, um, for what do I need to cultivate more of in my life, I got the Queen of Pentacles, um, which I find interesting. And I do think that I've been a little um, idiotic with my money lately. So <laughs> I think that just like being a little more like focused on my home life, my, uh, you know, taking care of my body, taking care of my space and um, and taking Gra- care of my Grass touching. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some grass touching. But the last time I tried to touch grass, I broke my wrist. So <laughs> I'm like, what universe? Well, what listen. are you trying to teach me? Are you uh, am I supposed to be listen, when of, you're like, on wheels? <laughs> when you're on wheels, you're above ground. That's true. You're I wasn't flying. really, and that's that's true. I I I realized when I was skating that I was craving that feeling of the wind going through my hair, and so I was like, mm-hmm. I was looking for the feeling of flying and gliding. I wasn't looking for grounded energy at all. Um, yeah. And then in my what is my what is ready. For harvest i got the star which i found kind of cool too and i'd like to hear y'all's take on it but maybe the Mm. artwork that i've been working on the inspiration that i've been pouring stuff into it's about time to to harvest my uh the hard work i've been pouring into this new rebrand for my content and stuff that's exactly the stuff like the stuff you've been working towards Mm. just in general like the star is like the guiding light so the stuff that you've been working towards it's ready to and harvest. then the lake in your drawing is a star so it always oh like gosh. reminds me of that you know yeah. actually when i was when i was drawing the fairy in the water i was thinking of this card and i was thinking of temperance i don't have one of her feet on the ground and one of her feet in the water but i was thinking of those cards so it's kind of an inspiration for these a little bit um very in cool the star and temperance cool. card um and then my what do i need to store away for the coming winter i got the knight of pentacles reversed which Ooh. i think means like wait until winter to be lazy and like mm. sloth like and uh and for now don't worry about for winter now, quite you yet. need to be Keep productive working. and save your laziness for when it's cold and you don't want to do anything <laughs> <laughs> so be productive work hard and um and make some money and save that money dumbass <laughs> like <quit> going <laughs> on my spending sprees <laughs> so for mine um I- no surprise for me. Um, what in my life is currently ready for harvest? I got the Queen of Cups. So just, um, you know, being there for people, being empathetic and just caring. Fresh heart and, energy. Yeah, yeah. And then what do I need to cultivate more of in my life? Frustrates me because I got the chariot and I've been getting oh. like, I've been getting like temperance, knight of pentacles. Actually, yesterday I got the chariot reversed and it was like, you can't go forward just yet. And now it's like, what do you need to cultivate? going forward and i'm over here like i'm trying i am trying i think like for me it's also like when you you came with the podcast today like you had a graphic ready to go and a blog post ready to go i think it's also just like like pursuing a path it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. you like making progress like, yeah um, yeah so i and what what was your blog post by the way did you want to oh uh, well we oh. haven't oh i'm dumb ignore me (laughs) (laughs) Um, and And then real quick real quick i want to just jump in one more thing with the chariot it's ruled by a cancer that's that's Mm -hmm. that's another heart energy Mm -hmm. thing so making sure that your emotions are aligned with your goals you Mm -hmm. know like like, one thing too like cultivate 
is like a long-term investment. Yeah. So I don't, this yeah. is not something that is, what do I need more of right now? Yeah. This is like next year. Yeah. What do and, I need to plan ahead yeah. so that I can have this next mm-hmm. year? Yeah. Well then, if, what do I need to store away for the coming winter? <laughs> I got the eight of pentacles. Um, I like that so, you and I are both kind of like pentacles all around us. It's yeah. like, um, so like, what do I need to store away? Like speaking to what Panthera was just saying, like, like, Maybe now is not the time that things are going to be ready for harvest, but putting in that work and maybe like working through that all winter and um, be ready for the spring, be ready for like the coming uh, seasons. So that's like a slow and steady showing Mm -hmm. up daily baby step, but Mm -hmm. convicted, like with conviction, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I like. And then lastly, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I like the idea of us pulling, um, at least mm-hmm. the, whoever, any of us that want to, mm-hmm. but us pulling them because then we can kind of uh, showcase to everybody like how to apply the the. Um, I'm I'm a very much like learn by example kind of person, so I feel like mm-hmm. that'll be very useful for. Uh, cool. Yeah, for it's a lot of fun. So then lastly, I have some shadow work prompts for you all for the harvest moon. So our first one is, what are your feelings towards fall and harvest season in general? Are they good and exciting or sad and loathsome? Why do you feel this way about this time of year? Because it's warm in my heart. <laughs> this is one of my favorite times of the year. I love spring, yeah. like late spring when it's a when it's a couple of weeks before summer. And I like literally this time. The leaves are just now like we have a tent of the yellow coming. There's some leaves mm-hmm. starting to fall. It's still hot in the afternoon. It's still warm in the evenings. Um, and it's and it starts to get really beautiful. Uh, and I don't know. It, I, but See, I also hate winter. So <laughs> the here, end of fall, I'm, I'm not happy about like here. Fall all last two weeks so the trees are still very very green and then they will be until the end of september and then for two weeks they will just all fall off and then and then it snows Mm -hmm. (laughs) it usually snows like halloween or november 1st so um we get fall two weeks so (laughs) um yeah i i think it's the most beautiful time of the year yeah just I don't get time to. Yeah, enjoy everyone's it. like it's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year about Christmas, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> that's fall time. See, there, I, is, there is a melancholy I don't to like fall. It's fall. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of like that's why I it's love that. I mean, the Samhain and the the Halloween, everything's dying and going away. Like it, there's yes. there's a little bit of like melancholy and sadness yeah. and saying goodbye and and but I also think there's like a last hurrah. There's like this is where I think the yeah. gratitude is really like it really comes in is like you're suddenly reminded that something's about to go away so you need to go out and enjoy it while it's still here it's like a last reminder to enjoy yourself before which this is probably one of the last full moons where it's going to be like warm enough outside to like go out and enjoy it like outside so get out there and enjoy the bright moonlight need to go do something i don't know i don't like 
winter. Is so for me, fall is like, oh. <laughs> like oh, we're, that, we're, we're doing the shadow pumps live right here. We're just like <laughs> laying spread eagle, bare, butt ass naked, and soaking up the sunlight <laughs> through their buttholes. <laughs> it's called perennial setting. You know what I'm talking about? There's some memes going around on Twitter, like making fun of people. <laughs> they were like, why don't this is the biggest kept secret? Like, why don't more people sun their buttholes? And then like a a skin <laughs> I forgot a skin. That person came in like an esthetician esthetician whatever they're called and she was like because it's the most sensitive skin uh on your body can and you imagine having a sunburn there well and it's also like because it's so sensitive like it it she was like talking a lot about like skin cancer and stuff so like don't sun your buttholes everybody <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So, so on that note <laughs> yeah, problem uh, two man that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> what are your feelings towards setting your butthole <laughs> are you looking forward to the colder times ahead why or why not are there any particular reasons that you have these feelings i love snowmen <laughs> i love winter. i do not like the colds i do not it's funny because it, like yeah. in in like games like Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon, I love the winter because it means I can go do everything else besides <laughs> just watering my crops every day. I can go fishing, I can go to the mines, I can go get I can go romance somebody. Like so but in yeah. real life it's like opposite for me. Cause like in winter I don't go do other things. Like I just yeah. like I'm I have no choice Hibernate. but to stay hibernated in my bed with eight layers of blankets around me. <laughs> See, I love me, winter it's... specifically like I mean I love winter in general, but specifically I I'll like it because it is a time for rest and regeneration yeah. and like taking things slow. Um, yeah. It gives me an excuse to sit around and do nothing yeah. when that's usually <laughs> my default state and I feel guilty about it. So then I finally get a nice like core like four months where it's just like snow days, blizzards, like. I can't leave the house. What are you talking about? And I love power outages. <laughs> I love the feeling. Of I do actually up. like power outages too. Like, well, I, oh, I, love I liked them when I was a kid, but what am I supposed to do now? Are you kidding me? <laughs> No. Oh, I also, I'm very traumatized because we had that winter where there was a bad blizzard and our generator, oh. our new generator stopped working after 24 hours. Joke was oh, on yeah. us and we had to go like seven days with no um, electricity. Uh, it was sorry, it was four <laughs> days with long. no electricity. Um, and I, I, so power outages are like a, a trauma trigger for me now. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, that's a long time. I mean, like, it's fun when it's, like, for, like, three hours. It's fun yeah. when, it's a su- yeah. when it's a summer afternoon and a big thunderstorm comes through and you can go dance yeah. in the rain. Oh, yeah. I love, like, <laughs> summer thunderstorms and the power goes out. It's great. <sighs> I will say, so normally I despise winter. This is the first year that I've looked forward to winter in a long time. Ah. And I think I'm just so ready for rest. This summer has been hectic as fuck like i have just been like going like balls to the wall i feel like non-stop mm-hmm. for like panthera said that how, what month is it like four i'm sorry i am passionate <laughs> yeah, oh, is fired up. Damn. <laughs> i'm working so hard and i just want to make youtube videos again and stream again and relax and like and stay at home yes yeah. like it's it's been great i love summer and i love being able to be outside but like 
something about summer like it makes me like i don't want to be at my computer anymore i don't want to be here anymore i'm just mm-hmm. gone like i might just start yeah. being like see y'all <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'm yeah. gonna go out for summer and i'll return back with maybe some vlogs or something but <laughs> yeah. um i don't know it's just so i'm looking forward to like catching up on because like i haven't I haven't streamed since, like, June on my mm. channel. I've been keeping up with collabs and everything, and, like, I haven't made, like, a YouTube video since then either. I just feel so behind on all that. You're so not I'm behind, ready, like... though. This this goes back to the vibe check that I was talking about. You're not You're not behind. Take it easy. Take it slow. But and I am, though. Surrender to the flow. <laughs> no. I don't think you are. You've been doing exactly what you're supposed oh. to be doing. I agree with that. <laughs> Oh. Definitely don't start anything new now. Don't go like don't go in. Don't no, do like I'm doing Panthera and stay least. up for yeah. 30 hours straight working because sleeping is getting in your way of finishing something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. Um, but, but yeah, so this is like the first winter where it's like I'm actually ready for you. Like I'm I'm looking forward to oh, this. And that's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> Well, so our last shadow work prompt is what are five things that you're grateful for right now? And what is one thing that you can do this week to honor each of those things? I'm grateful for Toasty and for the Celestial Cafe podcast and my friends here and for not having a broken arm anymore. And um, for the fact that I had enough energy to take a shower before the podcast today. And... um, uh, the dinner that my brother brought me home while we're podcasting. <laughs> That's yes. what I'm grateful for right now. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm grateful for tofu. Both uh, of our first gratitude uh-huh. starts with a toe. That's all, that's, there's a secret hidden there. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful for my toes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful Perfect. for toast. <laughs> that's fair to be grateful for. Life would be weird. Without yeah, toes. you get really good balance from your toes. Yeah, yeah. Moody's Point taught me that. Uh, from the Amanda show. Anyway, oh my God. was that too niche? Okay, sorry. Everyone. Uh, okay, I'm grateful for Splatoon three. Um, I'm grateful for um, calendars. They're really cool. Um, you can get really fun calendars. So how are you going to negotiate that calendar this week? Because you guys are skipping the second half. Like, what's how are you going to appreciate that you calendar? You sound like the guy from Anchorman. I love lamp. <laughs> are, you the, are you just looking around the room right now and saying that you love the things that you see? <laughs> Maybe. But sometimes you got it. Sometimes you got to go, thank you, calendar. Thank you, yucky old couch. Uh, thank you, Christmas wreath that's been up for two years. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you, Cooper. Cooper's cool. Uh, he's he's a real one uh, and I'm thankful for my incense holder that is a little frog and it looks like he has a little penis uh, that's awesome I'm glad that's my five things at least for right now um, could change it any minute Cool. mine I am grateful this past weekend I get to meet my favorite author of all time um, oh. Tam- Tamara Pierce and I also get to meet Peter Beagle who has shaped my life uh, the author of The Last Unicorn. Um, so that definitely. I'm also grateful to my best friend lending me the money so I could actually go because <laughs> I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel before I get my school money tomorrow. I'm grateful cool. for getting my school money tomorrow. Mm. And it's also like double what I thought I was getting this semester. So exciting. Mm. Um, Splatoon is coming out <laughs> at midnight. And yes. I'm just like, like I was... Re- 
like really into the competitive scene and like a bunch of people are coming back, including myself to competitive. And um, just like, it's nice to see like all these old faces again. So that's, that's been fun. And I am also grateful for Animal Crossing. Video games. <laughs> I, Me too. I, well, no. So this past week, I have been uh, staying up and like spending so much time with my friends playing Animal Crossing, and we haven't mm. been we haven't done that in forever, and it's just been like really great to spend time with each other doing that. So, oh wow, oh, that's I feel fun. like a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> also for my mom who birthed me, <laughs> and my partner who loves me, and <laughs> my cat. He knocked over her water bowl today. Uh. Uh. <laughs> All right. Do we want to jump into Fuchsia's section? Okay. Yes. I'm going to make this as quick as possible because we have been going on We're for on two hours. a yeah. while. We're, um, we're chilling. We're so out. We are uh, chatty chatty. Yeah. I'm just, I want to make the editing process as easy as possible for Shady. So okay, uh, Mabin is coming up or Mobin, depending on how you pronounce it, Mob. Bon is the English pronunciation. Maybe is the American because we make everything sound ugly. Um, Whoa. <laughs> my, my opinion. Um, <laughs> it is the celebration of the autumn equinox. It starts the equinox this year is on September 22nd, um, which is our next podcast day. Um, yeah. But the celebration starts the 21st and can go through all the way to the 29th um some people like just celebrate within that time frame um it's the second harvest festival where like a lot of the food are like nuts apples pumpkins corn is really starting to come in so a lot of the harvest for that is celebrated um the big keywords for Maven is balance, gratitude, and community. Um, like yeah. the spring equinox, it's equal. So emphasis is put on balance in our lives and a move into a decrease or banishing phase in our lives because the days are going to start getting shorter, um, like banishing bad habits, relationships, or just things like budgeting, not spending too much time, money, resources, or whatever. Um this is the time that people would um, look at the amount of the harvest and start to plan how much to put aside for winter. So you want to bring that energy into what you're um, looking to banish or reduce. Um, it's a celebration of gratitude for both what came before and what will come after the equinox, both physically and spiritually. Um, it is community and harmony focused. Um that you all like everyone in the community contributes to the common goals. They support each other, um, find each other's strengths yeah. and weaknesses to balance the community. Um, this is also on the note of community focus. This is also the time of year where a lot of pagan pride festivals happen. And a lot of the pagan pride festivals will often um, take canned goods as donations for the local food pantry in lieu of actually paying admission to it. So that's another oh. that's another point where community is bringing in and helping those who need it. Um, this is very tied to the descent of Persephone into the underworld, um, as we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. 
Persephone is the daughter of Demeter. Demeter? Demeter. I just say Demeter. Um, So she mourns Persephone's absence by draining the land of its fertility and greenery and everything dies and everything turns gray um, until Persephone returns in the spring. This is also um, not part of the pagan religion, but it's also the Harvest Moon Festival in China, um, which has a lot of the same themes. It um, And that also goes back to at least 1000 BCE. Like, it is an old festival. And it's the second largest celebration in the Chinese calendar. Only The only one that's larger is the Chinese New Year. Um, it's a time for visiting and celebrating with family, making peace if there was a falling out with any family members and just generally uh, gathering together with good vibes so a lot of that is also like what we see in maven and the just general vibe of here um so like it's a lot of themes that panthera talked about with the harvest moon as well Mm -hmm. it's also a really good video game true Um, (laughs) Uh, some ways to celebrate are um, a community community dinner or gathering to give thanks and enjoy the fruits of your labors. Mm. Um, toast, like just a little, even just a little toast to each other's health and to gratitude. Um, moon festivals happen um, that you can go to. And um, a really nice magical way is to create a food blessing spell if you're a kitchen witch um, to for for a happy and harmonious home to bring that energy in. Um, and then the foods for for this, the common foods are pumpkin spice and pumpkins themselves, um, apples. Apples, uh, Apples, cider, cider pie, cider pie, not cider pie, <laughs> cider pie, baked, candied, however you want to eat them. There's a plethora of apples right now. Um, going back to the point of it being community focused, this is when me and my friends go up to Michigan. We go apple picking and we have a whole day together. It's our fall extra- our fall extravaganza. Um, so you can so one activity you can do is go apple picking. Um, other foods are like corn and squash and all those uh, nice hearty foods for to um to celebrate with and i went over this really quickly but i do have a blog post what 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 um, if any of you want to check that out for all the information that i just went over here and a little extra commentary heck yeah <laughs> okay so i'm gonna pull this back over here to our main <laughs> feed um but yeah, uh, I suppose that's going to wrap our conversation up. We definitely ran a little long, but this was, uh, we had a lot to talk about, okay? We had a lot of thoughts <laughs> yeah. and feelings to share. Um, so yeah, uh, that's the Pisces moon. <laughs> yeah. Thank you everyone so much for hanging out and um, joining us for this conversation. Um, this uh, is a live stream podcast, so you can catch us live for the next episode on September 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash heyshadylady. Um, and uh, we're going to be talking about energy, 
healing, energy cleansing, um, protecting your energy, uh, cord cutting, um, evil eye energy, that kind of, that whole kind of field, which I'm very excited for this conversation. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can find more information on our website at celestialcafe.org. You can get links to our Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, the Discord server. Join our Discord community if you would like to hang out for uh, the last unicorn movie night. We'll do that sometime in the next two weeks. I really want to watch that movie. I've been thinking about it a lot lately anyway. So. I have it on my on my computer, um, like ripped from the DVD. But yeah, you can find out more information on our website. Um, we've got the Discord server. We'd love to hang out and have uh, more conversations with y'all. Share your tarot spreads from Panthera's. Um, yeah. Share your tarot cards from Panthera's tarot spread tonight. And um, I think that's everything to say. So um, we will see y'all in a couple of weeks for the new episode. And I hope you all have a wonderful September. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye. bye. Goodbye.